Hello everybody and thank you for joining me on this Wednesday for a new episode of The Daily Optimist. My name of course is Elijah Manning. I appreciate you joining me today. So today, as always, you're going to have your stories, but I'd like to start out with uh, just reminding everybody that situations are difficult, struggle is constant, but movement is always a constant as well movement may slow down it may move at a snail's pace sometimes it moves incredibly quick and we have to struggle to keep up with it but things move forwards sometimes they move forwards sometimes they move backwards as well but there's always a movement even when you think there's a stalemate somebody is working to move things to change a system, to change an imbalance, to change an imperfection. Not that there is such a thing as perfection, but we all work in tandem, whether we realize it or not. And we all have uh, things that we're pushing and trying to move forward. Some of us have it community-based, some of us have it personally-based. But the interactions are nonetheless important and the idea is nonetheless important but we have an individual responsibility to continue pursuing our life by moving forward and if you can and if you are so inclined you have a responsibility to help your community help the future generations and this can go for social justice it can go for environment it can go for uh capitalism socialism whatever you believe whatever you follow um there are are things that oftentimes move forward or backwards sometimes they're moving laterally it's a you, you transition from one to the other i mean if you take a presidency for instance the the elections coming up and you know it could be a move forward for some things but it could be a move laterally for some things um with just a different person doing things uh the idea is not that we are against each other the idea is that we need to realize that we all have differences we all have ideas of what we should do but somehow collectively we need to push things forward And by pushing forward, I mean a better existence for all of us. Not for a select group, not for an individualized few, but for all of us finding a better way through. And this doesn't just go in your local community. It doesn't just go in your country. It goes through the world, okay? It's an important piece. So I know that there are so many factors that we deal with constantly. And I know that I am being super long-winded right now and that maybe you don't even understand exactly what I'm trying to say but we are all in this together and if we realize how much our lives connect with one another and how much we need to push and pull for each other then we have an opportunity to make this a better world for all of us all right end of rant I'm gonna come back in just a moment of course with your stories for the day and i'd like one more time to say thank you all i appreciate you let's get into it my name of course is elijah manning and this is the daily optimist
Alright, so it's time for some news stories for the day. I could have gone with the stories of uh, what's happening right now with Mongolian um, in China and how they're not allowing it to be taught in schools. There's That's a story I could go more about the hysterectomies that are being... Uh, or that are are ta- talked about in the ice camps, if you will, here in the U.S. There are stories from Greece of uh, protests who are trying to get off the um, or get away from the fires that are happening on the island. There are things happening all over. Those are just a couple stories. Uh, I'm, what I'm gonna talk about real quick is the um, Belarus. What has been happening is. There's been the constant uh, turmoil since the, they had the election. And right now, uh, the president of um, Belarus, Alexander Lukashenko, um, he recently visited uh, Russia, where President Vladimir Putin from Russia uh, basically supported him. And, you know, because they recognize him as the president of, of Belarus. Uh, and you know, this comes amid the chaos that has been happening in the streets. I call it chaos. It's really protesting. Um, and it's become chaos because Lukashenko's security forces have uh, arrested thousands of people. Um, and there's allegations of torture. Um, this has been... Uh, four weeks, four weekends in a row of about a hundred thousand people who are protesting in downtown Minsk. Um, so the the idea is now Putin is fully supporting Lukashenko, saying he's going to give them some money for their economy. He's um, willing to throw some uh, might behind them, if you will, in terms of. Um, um, I guess the idea is military. Um, it's it's a very very fragile situation because you know the um, the the people claim that they did not want Lukashenko as president, and he claims that he won fair and square. Um, I don't know the truth, of course. I don't live there. I I didn't vote. I'm not hearing from people on the ground. I have no inside information. I'm just um, commenting on what I see and hear as an outsider. Um, the their Russia is like guaranteeing security forces are going to help them. Um, they'll have Russian paratroopers will take part in joint exercises in Belarus. So the idea is that Belarus still wants to work 100% with Russia, but we're getting a lot of people from Belarus who are saying that they don't want that. They're looking to, uh, maintain distance between Russia. Um, so I don't, I don't know, uh, if you know, which, which side is correct again, cause I don't live there, but this is a very tense situation that's continuing. Um, the opponent of Lukashenko, Svetlana 
and I'm not going to butcher her last name because I absolutely will. So she has said that it is um, basically um, their leader, Lakshenko, having a dialogue with a dictator. Um, she also insists that any deals cut by Lukashenko with Russia would be subject to future government review. Um, and the Kremlin said, well, we see Lukashenko as the legitimate president of Belarus. Um, so this is a very tense situation. Um, I don't know how it's going to play out. I don't know if they'll be able to get Lukashenko out of power. I don't know if he should come out of power. He's been president for 20 plus years, I believe, like 25. I'm not certain exactly how many, but um, supposedly the people, 26 years, there it is. Supposedly the people have had enough of him, but he doesn't appear to be leaving. All right, just uh, be aware of that tense situation. That's just one of the things happening in the world. Um, in the U.S., I'm going to talk about a little COVID again, and a new study has come out that says the majority of children who die from COVID are children of color. Um, some some people um, are going to just blame parents or, you know, put blame where it doesn't belong, of course, but the idea behind this has, is very in-depth. Um, you know, a lot of this has to do with also the fact that the most at risk are these people of color as well. So this is Hispanic, Black, or Native American. Um, they analyzed cases from February through July, and they found that um, of the 121 children's deaths, 78% were children of color, 45% were Hispanic, 29% were Black, and 4% were non-Hispanic or American Indian or Alaska Native. Um... It's a very small fraction, but it is, you know, originally reported that it doesn't affect children in the same way, but we see that that is not entirely true. Some of this also comes from uh, pre-existing conditions, such as um, asthma, obesity, and cardiac issues. 70% of those who died were between uh, ages of 10 and 20, only 10% were infants, younger than one. Um, some happened when they were admitted to hospitals, but some also um, happened at home or in the emergency room. So the, uh, the questions are, is it health insurance because the parents couldn't go to work? We know there are plenty of disparities in, um, when it comes to insurance, uh, when it comes to living conditions, food, um, housing insecurity, wealth, education, racial discrimination. These are all contributing factors. Those are all in the CDC report. Um, and we're opening schools again, which could potentially put children at a greater risk. Um, I'm not saying that it's the wrong way to, to open schools because childcare is, is important as well, especially for people who don't have a choice but to go uh, back to work physically. They can't work from home. Um, so just please be aware if you are in these positions, um, if you can find a way to get your child some help, please do that if, if you think they might be sick. 
and I certainly hope some things change in the medical uh, insurance field and with all the other um, disparities that have been go ongoing for uh, many of these minorities. All right. I hope this can change. I hope we will have news that nobody else dies, but I don't think that is going to be the case. I will be back in just a moment with some positive news. My first positive news story is going to come from uh, New Zealand. Alright, so there is a uh, truck in New Zealand that is capable of traveling 310 miles on one tank due to hydrogen, uh, ultra-sustainable hydrogen-powered electric fuel cells. Um, they use hydrogen stored on board and oxygen from the atmosphere to generate electricity and power the car. So the only emission coming out of the truck is going to be water. Um, so this is pretty big news. Uh, they plan to start using these as early as 2022, positioning New Zealand as the world uh, leader in hydrogen vehicle infrastructure. Um, they expect to roll out between 20 and uh, 2020 and 2026. They expect to roll out 1,500 different uh, vehicles varying in size from van to 18-wheelers to uh, road train models for Australian market. Um, so they have uh, basically no or minimal carbon footprint, um, very minimal. They, you know, it's different than battery-powered electric vehicles. They don't require massive increases in battery technology to become viable. Instead, they, um, so this is a more uh, zero emissions. So this is a, a, an interesting article to read. Um, you can see how they're, they're made, how they're going to be set out into the country. Um, uh, currently, New Zealand has 60% of the power are met with fossil fuels, but the island is rich in um, geological, hydrological, and meteorological forces. They want to take advantage of this, so the, the uh, company is Haringa. I may be mispronouncing that, but... I'm going by Haringa and Heisen Motors. So um, Haringa is a Kiwi company, it's called, I guess. And a U.S. manufacturer and Heisen Motors are working together to to uh, implement this. And, you know, this hopefully will be some great work and hopefully it can continue and they will stretch it through other markets once they see that it's successful and maybe here in the u.s we can do this as well um i certainly hope so the the goal is to save about 400 to 400 million liters of diesel a year that would be pretty impressive if they could do that hopefully uh like i said maybe there's a chance that we can get that here in the u.s as well all right, my second story comes from a young lady who was looking to help her father. So, 
a her father owns a um food truck and he's been struggling since the pandemic as have many small businesses and you know there are many small businesses have closed um and you know i i'm it's terrible uh this this particular one he was still working but sometimes you know he would earn 60 or 40 or 20 dollars a day but this time he had made six dollars less past saturday um the daughter was just like all right i have i have we have nothing to lose she tweeted out um you know basically help her help you know come eat here at the food truck and it worked they it was shared her tweet was shared about two thousand times and um when the food truck opened at 8 a.m on monday there was a line of customers already i guess some had been out there uh at 6 a.m so they were so busy they had to close down twice once to restock restock and then again when they were completely sold out uh the daughter even went to help and they had about 100 customers that came through during her shift alone and um you know she appreciates the support for the dad and they made an instagram page and then on tuesday they had already seen another busy day of customers so good on her helping out her father's food truck hopefully um it continues the food looks good i see a picture of it it looks yummy um hopefully more people can um go there and eat and hopefully there will be some other stories from other places that have this same kind of uh positive story all right i'll be back in just a moment with your positive step for the day Today's positive step of the day is going to be about how relating to what I said earlier about things moving forward uh, or backward sometimes, you know, it just takes uh, an idea to help change things and you don't have to, I'm not telling you to go out there and change the world on a, on a massive scale, but if you can change one little thing in your life, that is potential to change more. Okay, so we all have ideas. We all have ways that we want to make an impact, um, hopefully very positively. So today, just think about an idea of something you are interested in, always have been, and want to see change. And it could be, you know, whether it has something to do with with voting, whether it has something to do with prisons, whether it has something to do with you personally at work, whether it has something to do with a change of work. What idea have you been holding back on that now may be a good time to start thinking about? You know, write it down, actually. Spell it out for yourself. See what it means to have this idea. See what kind of movement you can get with your idea. Can it come to fruition? Can you make some kind of impact? Can you change something in your own life in a positive way, in somebody else's life in a positive way? How can you help? 
but we oftentimes compress our ideas, minimize them, and then put them off to the side. You know what? Don't do that today. Today, actually sit down, write your idea down, see if you can do something about it, okay? All right. Hope it works out for you. I'll be back in just a moment with your positive quote for the day. Today's positive quote comes from Robin Williams, the late great actor, comedian, um, and we all know and love his movies and his stand-up routine. His quote goes like this, no matter what people tell you, words and ideas can change the world. I'm going to read that again. No matter what people tell you, words and ideas can change the world. Your positive step of the day is to write your idea down because maybe tomorrow it will make an impact. Maybe. But you have an ability to change even your world and maybe that reach can go even further. But it all starts with your idea, okay? I'll start with your words, writing them down on a piece of paper, getting them out there for yourself, and then allowing yourself to pursue. I hope you can do this. I know you can do this. You got it. Thank you very much, everybody, for making it through another episode of The Daily Optimist. I appreciate each and every one of you for joining me. Of course, I'll be back tomorrow. But in the meantime, if you want to tell me where you disagree, tell me where you agree, share something with me, a positive story, tell me where I'm wrong, tell me where I'm right, anything, you can feel free to reach out to me. I am on Facebook at The Daily Optimist. You can find me on Facebook at The Daily Optimist or on Twitter and Instagram at The Daily Optipod, at The Daily O-P-T-P-O-D, The Daily Optipod. You can also email me. I am the daily optimist at yahoo.com. The daily optimist at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening. Please rate, subscribe, and share. Rate so that other people can find it. Subscribe so you never miss it. And share with somebody who needs a little optimism and positivity in their day. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Until next time, everybody, please be well. <laughs>